the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, we're back with another Mess It Up Podcast. This is show number 135, and we are going to be talking about step number three today. I'm joined again by my friend Giselle. Yeah, there she is. You recognize that little woo-woo for sure. Um, and uh, we're doing a couple shows uh, on steps before our Thanksgiving show. We'll have a Thanksgiving show for you Thanksgiving week. Uh, and then we'll be back to steps until it's Christmas and New Year's. So anyhow, you'll figure out the random pattern. If you look at a calendar, you can hopefully see where I'm going and it makes some sense. If it doesn't make sense, I apologize. Um, but in my little head, it's making sense. Uh, we are here. We're all over the place on social media. Check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. One of those places uh, during the next several weeks between now and New Year's, I'm gonna be putting up a picture of a barcode. It'll be the barcode from a, a Starbucks gift card and there will be some money on that Starbucks gift card and you are free to go down and use that Starbucks gift card until the money's gone. Now at some point you're gonna go and you're gonna use it and you're gonna to have to pay for your own cup. Um, but uh, I will tell you this, there will be more than one cup of coffee on there uh, but you don't know how many people are using it, so keep active on the social media. Be looking for that, and it will come out sometime between now and New Year's. Uh, so that's what that'll be. When you see that barcode, you know. Get to Starbucks fast. Um, please consider uh, helping us out, getting the word of the show out by posting on social media about the show uh, so that people can see. Uh, if you can send them to the website, which is messituppodcast.com. That would be great, or you can just put the link to the show from whatever podcatcher you use. That would also be great. If you want to write a review for the show or uh, give us a rating, that also helps people to find the show. So uh, anything you can do to help out and do some uh, publicity for us, a little guerrilla marketing, we truly appreciate because everything we do here is grassroots and, and listener-led, including our funding, which is 100% listener-funded. Uh, so what that means is you could become a patron of the arts by going to our website, clicking on the Become a Patron button, and for as little as $1 a month, you can support the show in a financial way. Uh, we have gifts for you, different levels of swag, depending on how much money you give, but whatever you give, you're gonna get a book from me. It's my book called Still in Beta, and uh, you can get that book for becoming a patron. So head on over to messituppodcast.com, click the Become a Patron button, and that'll get you all of your uh, patronage needs uh, taken care of. And we really, really appreciate all of you patrons uh, for doing that. So thank you for your continued support of the ministry. Uh, our word of the week, Giselle asked me. It's always it's <laughs> fun to have guests because they always one of the questions. Hey, what's our word of the week? Our word of the week today is peroration. 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 It's not perforation. Peroration. And what that is is the end of a speech. It's like the final part. It's like when I say, we'll see you next time we mess it up. That's my peroration. And so it's the, the closing um, part of a speech, and it's supposed to enthuse people. It's supposed to get people riled up. So I'd like you to be out there doing perorations as you say goodbye to people, you know, and close your conversations. Do a little peroration and use that in a sentence this week, and you can get, uh, I'm going to give you one bonus point per letter. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Ten bonus points every time you use it. That's a point per letter. Uh, so peroration is our word of the week. 
Go out there, sound smart, be fun and exciting. Now, Giselle is sitting here with me and we're doing it a little bit different today because one of my microphones is not being responsive. And so she's getting to look at the magic screen of you know production. <laughs> and I see she's peeking. I'm guessing she wants to know what our song of the week is going to be. But yes. we're going to get to that in a little while. Right now, we're going to talk a little bit about step three because we do everything in order here, Giselle. It's just like the steps. You know, we don't want to jump. <laughs> if you're on step three, you don't jump to step eight. You, you, know, you work your way through the steps. Uh, I do want to give the same uh, warning that I give on Friday nights. We're talking about step three here. We're not saying go out and do step three right now. You work your steps in order. You work them with accountability partner, a sponsor, uh, in a group when you're you know doing a step study. That's the best way to do it. Don't just listen to these podcasts and think at the end of 12 weeks you've worked your 12 steps because there's a whole lot more work that goes into it than just listen to a podcast. But we're going to look at step three today. Gigi, will you tell them uh, what the uh, the step is? Sure. Step three is we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God. And then that goes, uh, the thing I love about Celebrate Recovery Steps is that we've got a verse for each one. Do you have the verse there with you? Yes. Okay. You, you want to give it to him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm just taking a survey. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, Holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Romans 12.1. Romans 12.1. And uh, if you go back and listen to the early, you know, first season or so of um, uh, Mess It Up podcast, uh, Biker Chick has Romans 12.1. Uh, that's a tattoo on her neck. That's her life verse. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is just... And her son's name. It's And her son's name, yes. I never <laughs> put that together. Yeah. Holy mattress. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See what you learn if you just listen. And his middle name is Tall One. Oh. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Um, so uh, step three uh, is talking about a decision. You know, mm-hmm. it's all these things are, you know, first of all, we admitted, then we came to believe, and now we made a decision to turn our lives. And a lot of people like, we made a decision to turn our lives over. Our life and our will. Sometimes it's easier for me to turn my life over than it is for me to turn my will over. Oh, yeah. And you agree. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay, tell me why you agree with that because I, I didn't know if I was the only one. What, why do you agree with that statement? Because you didn't hesitate. Oh, I feel like I was just thinking like at uh, the end of like Sunday service when it's like, okay, anyone that wants to turn their life over to God, like repeat this prayer with me. And it's so easy to repeat that prayer. Um on Sunday. Yeah, we just took a picture there of Giselle and she didn't know it. Oh, there we go. There's the smile. Um, on Sunday, but to turn your will over to be like, for God to tell you like, okay, I want you to leave all your earthly possessions and, you know, go to Africa or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's not easy. Or even to go like, hey, I want you to talk to that homeless person like in at the park, you know, like that's so much harder than like, oh... But I just, you know, said a prayer last time, and now why you do you to... why do you see it as, as more difficult? Because you're putting yourself out there for criticism, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and for me, the way I look at it is, you know, when I went in to jail, I turned my life over to him, mm-hmm. but I still had my will. I was still thinking the way I was going to think. I wasn't going to think their way. I wasn't going to, you know, fall in line with. Whatever somebody told me, you know, I still had my will. They had my life. They had my body. They had, they, they owned me. I couldn't go anywhere. I had to do what they told me to do. 
but I could still think what I wanted to think. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's the last bastion of Paul is my will, my thoughts. And I can persevere with a lot of stuff, but I'm still able to get through if I'm able to still say, okay, this is what I think. You know, I can, it can sit in meetings and yeah. disagree with everything that's being said as long as I know, okay, I've still got my own thoughts. But to turn that will over, that was a tough one for me. Still is. That's, that's the one that, that, you know, keeps boomeranging back on me mm-hmm. is my will. I had a hard, hard, hard time turning my will. Just like you said, it's easy to pray the prayer. You just say, okay, give my life to you, God. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I, I have this, this pride that just says, oh, I know how to do this. I, mm-hmm. I know you're a smart God. I mean, you made the world. You made people, whatever. Sunsets, sunrises, you made, you thought of Hawaii, but honestly, I've got this. Let me just go ahead and do Paul's thing. Yeah, so that's a a tough part uh, for me uh, on this this step is the will part. That's the word that just jumps out at me. And and then also, you know, taking it over. I, I like the way they put it to the care of God. It's not just giving it to God. You know, He's caring for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I turned myself in and, and gave myself to the to the jail, they took care of me. You know, they they met my needs to a large. They didn't meet my wants, but they met my needs. I had a bed, roof over my head, food. You know, three times a day, running water, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know all that kind of stuff. So it's, I think it's easy for me to, to want more than I need. Yeah, and and, and let my my wants. Uh, get misconstrued as needs in my own little brain. Yeah. Do you have that problem ever? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, too, like, what just, like, hits me, too, is, like, sometimes you think you, like, need to, like, I'm the kind of person that needs to know, like, five, ten years into the future, and, like, when all this COVID stuff happened and simultaneously... Did you know about this five, ten years ago and you no. didn't tell anyone? <laughs> uh, no, but when, uh, I wish I did because then I would have stockpiled toilet paper before everyone else. <laughs> that would have been smart. <laughs> um, and then like simultaneously, I'm just trying to use big words, um, you know, Andrew got diagnosed with diabetes. It's like I wanted to make sure like I knew my husband was going to be okay. I wanted to be like, okay, this whole COVID thing's going to be gone in like a month or two, maybe three, not like eight months later or whatever, still in it. Yeah. But like being over to turn everything over for, for, to God's care, like I wouldn't have worried. I wouldn't have put myself through sleepless nights because then we're finally getting through like Andrew's diabetes medicine like was reduced and he's doing so much better with high blood pressure and his stomach issues and it's like you almost feel so stupid like oh my gosh like God was taking care of this whole time and I had to worry about it yeah like come on just let God what do you attribute that to that that worry that those those things that keep you up and, and make you retain control Mm. I don't know. For me, I mean, for me, it's pride. I've, I've boiled it down to pride. It's like, I think I can do this better than God, which is completely absurd when I say it. 
but like so many things in my life, what I say and what I do aren't always completely in lockstep with each other. I have this this notion. It's like you know we have this notion of what we want to be as a Christian, mm. and so we you know you, you not so much anymore. But when I was a kid, you know, you put on your Sunday best, and you don't think of you know arguing in church or saying something. But as soon as you get in the car on the way home, you know, kids are being beaten in the back seat, and, and mom and dad are screaming and yelling at each other, and all bets are off. <laughs> it's like, well, why did that little building change everything? And can we just live there? You know, yeah. and, and for me, it, it's pride. I, I feel like I can. I can do better than God. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I think for me, it's like, it's still self-doubt, like self-esteem. Like, it's hard. At times, it's hard for me to be like, well, if I'm truly, if God truly sees me as a child, then why are these bad things happening to me? Therefore, I'm not good enough to be God's child. Right. So... Because then I see Lack like people work. at church mm-hmm. and stuff and it's like, man, their life seems so amazing. But then you just don't know. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> How many people look at, at, at us, you know, thinking, oh, wow, they really got their life together. Boy, I sure wish, you know, I could be Paul. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't. There's a whole lot going on that you just might not realize because I sit in the front row at church on Sunday. You know, that yeah. that. That means I need it more than you do. I got to get it before anybody else because I need it fast. Um, it's the people in the back that got their act together, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can wait for it to wash over them a little while later. Uh, it, well, it, you know, and I mentioned on last week's show that you know Jesus rickrolled us before rickrolling was a thing. You know, mm-hmm. He's never going to give us up. He's never going to forsake us, and I can accept that on a you know a, a cognitive level and a, and a you know. A, 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 Thinking about, you know, theology and stuff like, yeah, that that's true. God will never, ever forsake me. And I will tell people that. God would never forsake you. You are God's favorite. But then when in my own little brain, in my own little mind, mm-hmm. those negative thoughts creep in, it's like, yeah, but, you know, you did this the other day. And, you know, is God really going to be happy with that? Is he really going <laughs> to? And that's where, that's where those little thoughts creep in on me that make mm-hmm. me want to give up or quit or just... Yeah. stick my head in the ground and cry you know yeah it's funny because i always just try to make sense of god but it's like he thought of these things before anyone else was breathing and it's like how am i gonna i can't make myself smarter than god to understand what is going on it's like i don't understand when andrew's learning about machine learning it's like how do you teach nothing to think of something, something. That you're not even thinking of. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, it's, it's just... a mind <laughs> for sure. I get that way. Well, just when we were talking at our last uh, board meeting for Messed Up Ministries, uh, and one of our board members, Jason, said, well, what's your you know proposed budget? What are you... And I was like, I don't even know what I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to need to spend money on because I don't know what I'm going to need to spend money on. It just, it's... A, yeah. <laughs> you know, thinking in advance like that, that's that's difficult mm-hmm. to do. It, it takes a lot more effort than just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. You know, that's, that, that doesn't take much effort at Which all. It takes a lot more lot. effort to clean up. Way more effort yes. to clean up the mess yes. from that. And, and the other thing that really stands out to me about this is that it's a decision. You know, everything mm-hmm. with Christ is a decision that I get to make. He doesn't force me. Could, has the power, but doesn't. Chooses not to. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got to be my decision. And, you know, for me, I go with the, the verse right after Romans 12.1. Do you know what that is? 
It's Romans 12, 2, because that's oh, how oh, the verses thank work. thank you. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but it talks about the renewing oh, of the yeah, mind. Yeah. And, and it's it's a daily thing. It's a constant. It's not just mm-hmm. a renewal. It's not just, hey, we, we you know, Joanna Gaines came in and did a facelift on the house, and now there's shiplap yes. everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's renewing. You yes. know, it's going to be season 17 where she goes back, takes out the shiplap, and gets a new signature move that she does. And yes. That's what, what it has to be. And it, it's got to be my decision all the time because I take it back. I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. Oops, mine. You uh, know? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, psych. Um, well, we've been rambling on, well, we. I lump you in with me. But uh, I'm looking at the clock here and it, it's telling me it's time for me to reveal to you what the song of the week is. Did you look? Did you see it? I did, but I don't know uh, what you, it... You don't know the song or you don't remember I don't remember the song. So this is a song uh, that's a vaguely new song by Matthew West. It's called Truth Be Told. And uh, I heard the song and I thought, oh, put this in. So I put it on my list of, uh, of Song of the Week songs. So we're going to give you about 90 seconds of Truth Be Told by Matthew West. And we'll be back on the other side to uh, talk about it. So we'll see you in 90 seconds. I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken. And when it's out. Control. I say it's under control, but it's not, and you know it. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it, when being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know. So let the truth be told. There's a sign on the door that says come as you are, but I doubt it. Cause if we live like that was true, every Sunday morning pew would be crowded. But didn't you say church should look more like a hospital? A safe place for the sick, the sinner and the scarred and the prodigals like me. Truth be told, the truth is rarely told. Oh, am I the only one who says I'm fine? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's Matthew West back at it with uh, Truth Be Told. Now, Truth Be Told. Uh, I'm going to let you talk first before oh, I, I steal the thing. Uh, so go ahead and tell us your thoughts about what it was. And I'm here moving all the lyrics and stuff on. Oh, so yeah. Let I, me know if you need to move the lyrics. Oh, no, I see. I see you right you there. You got your thing. Okay. Uh, okay. I like the part where it says there is a sign at the door. Mm-hmm. says, come as you are, but I doubt it. Because um, if we live like it was truth, every Sunday morning pew would be crowded. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's so true. It's, like, almost like when you, like, well, at least for females because we're, like, we love shopping. But, um, you know, when you're, like, passing by a store and it's, like, oh, free phone or, like, 75% off clearance. Like, you're, like, no, I doubt it. So you, like, walk on by. And then later it's, like, oh, I should have went in. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it makes sense. Like, if something's too good to be true, like, like, you're gonna, like, I, I don't know if it's just our little brains that are just like, oh no, haha, like, you're, 
it's a prank and I don't want to be fooled. I don't want to look stupid. Well, I, I see that, but I also see that sometimes we've lied. We haven't told the truth, mm. you know, as a church, you know, give us, well, like you, you look at, at the Statue of Liberty is the symbol of America. It's like, mm. you know, give us your poor, your tired. We don't want those people. Give us your hardworking, you know, come with money in the bank, you know, whatnot, but don't give us anybody who needs help. Mm. You know, we don't want that. And, and, and I think that that's true in the church. I felt that where it's like, I, I, with my own situation, I get hammered by people in the church, Christians in the church who can't forgive me, who won't forgive me mm. because of my past. And I know that God has, but those people in the pews next to me, uh, sometimes I don't know who wants to shake my hand and who wants to just shake me. Mm. And, um, I think that that gets true with people in recovery um, in the church, I think that the church we say, you know, everybody's welcome as long as you change and conform to what we want pretty darn quick. Mm-hmm. You know, we love the story of the, the you know, drug addict who comes and gets Jesus, but, but we want yeah. you to, you know, get a shower pretty quick. Yeah. You know, and yeah, or like you could come, but like, you know, make sure you look the part. Yeah, fit in our <laughs> box. Or, I mean, try to be a woman in ministry in many churches. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it can be difficult and, and, uh, downright impossible in, in some places, but I have mm-hmm. female friends who struggle all the time being taken seriously or being seen as something beyond just a glorified babysitter. You know, it's like, okay, the men will go and build the building and the women will go shop and change the diapers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love to shop. You know, <laughs> and I know women who love to build things. And uh, we can... We can be better than we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason that this song, and, and this song, honestly, it feels a little bit to me like a Sandy Patty 1970s early contemporary Christian music type stuff. It's like kind of simple and just, you know, the, yeah. the tune, the music of it. Um, but the thing that stood out to me was that whole idea of truth be told. You know, we'll say, you know, that's a phrase, you know, well, truth be told. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, honestly, I shouldn't have to preface anything I say to let you know I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And if I do, that means that I haven't been telling the truth. And I think I fail at that so frequently in putting on a mask, which is a lie, on painting an image, which is not being truthful. And it's not just a blatant lie, like, no, I didn't take that cookie, mom. I mean, it can be you know, these things that we, I justify as being truthful when it's really not 100% truthful. It's, it's deception, deceit. It's distracting with something while I'm doing something else over here. I was the king of that before I got arrested. I would do so much good stuff to distract people that they didn't notice the bad stuff I was doing. And, and that's just lying, you know, and I have to say, honestly, you know, and, and when, when I say something like trust me to a person, I think, why should why? they? Yeah, why should you trust me? Have I given you enough reason to trust me? And how far back will you look in my past to find where I haven't been trustworthy? And and that's a a daunting thought for mm-hmm. me sometimes. Like, all right, well, I mean, for me, filling out a job application, I want to say, trust me. And people be like, why? I see this right here. Why should I trust you? You've you've made some pretty major errors. Who's to say you won't do it to me later, you know? And and, yeah. and that's a tricky thing. And that, again, comes back into this whole turning my will over. 
turning my life over to Christ. Until I could do that, I was still doing those deceptive things, uh, you know, those deceitful. And, and even when I take a picture, a lot of times I'll, I'll take a picture with someone and then I'll look and it's like, oh, I should have turned a little more, you know, toward the camera instead of sideways. Oh, I should have sucked it in a little bit. I, I should have stood That's up me. a little straighter or whatever, <laughs> you know, I, I should do these, these things um, to, you know, and it, it, some of it's my codependency. Uh, you know, I'll do things to make someone else happy or, you know, I'll say something so someone will think better of me. And it's, it's a difficult thing to, to be telling the truth all the time. Yeah. And I mean, that's the goal, but I wonder how far I really come from that goal when I think that I'm, you know, I'm wonderful. Or people see me and think, oh, that dude's got his act together, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I hope so. That's why we're doing this show, to be interesting. <laughs> we're, we're interesting people. Uh, Sometimes. Truth be told. <laughs> um, so, so taking this third step... Um, I think for us so often, you know, when I, when I say, well, when did you take the step? It's like, well, when we did our, our step study and, you know, going through some of the time that I did my steps, you know, when I went and did my steps the first time, I did all my steps, but I had to go back and redo some and, and be like, oh, you know what? I didn't really do this step completely. Mm-hmm. And I think of all of the 12 steps Step three is probably the one that I've had to have the most do-overs on because I take it back. I take my will back. I give it, I take it back. I'll go do the other stuff, make an inventory. Look, I'm a step four guy. I'll make an inventory. We'll talk about that (laughs) next week. But sure, let's do that. Let's just get it out. Love that. And make amends, awesome. This is great, you know. But my will... Hey, Jesus, I'd like to have that back. If you're not using it right now, I see it's just, you know, you've got your things to do, 700 billion people to do. Let me just take care of this for you. Mm-hmm. I've had to do this step more than any other step. Yeah, I think I could agree with you. Like, I feel like this is like, I don't even know if like, does this step count if you take it back? Because I feel for me, it's like, I'll be like, oh yeah, uh, God, like I'll, I'll give you my will. But then once something bad happens it's like oh i guess you you really didn't want to use me so mm-hmm. no you you can't have you know my will <laughs> right yeah yeah i brought the football so we could play but you didn't pick me on your team so i'm taking my football and going home oh ah, yeah. wow i didn't yeah. think of it like that that's kind of seems so immature of us <laughs> I, I disagree with two things that you said kind of <laughs> <laughs> and seems <laughs> it, it is. It's a double. What it, is it? Double, double negative. Well, no. It's just. It's, it's, it's it, a, I just think it, it's not kind of. It's all the way, and it doesn't seem. It really is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very immature of me, uh, for sure. So when you're doing this step, when you're, you know, when it's working, when you are Giselle, the step three lady, how does that look different than when it's like Giselle, the step two and a half lady? Is there a difference that you can see in your life? Are there there things that are warning signs or or I think I could definitely like walk around with more pride, but like pride in a good way, Mm -hmm. like pride that like I'm a child of God. Like less shame. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Then um, 
when I don't, when I'm not like thinking like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like actively thinking about it. Like I feel like I could walk around with my like shoulder slump and like everyone hates me. I hate everyone. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just so negative and I hate that negative person. Cause like I know people do wrong things, but it's like I I shouldn't need to worry about it. Cause I know God has me in His care, and He's gonna be working with other people, right? With their issues, yeah. So I should be pride, like have pride in myself that like everything's gonna work out for His goodness and my well being. Yeah. Right. He almost says that in the Bible over and over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you said pride because I was thinking about that and and the the different type of pride that we were trying to di- uh, define there. And I thought to myself, yeah, the difference in this is how my pride shows. Mm-hmm. Am I proud of the things that I'm doing through God and am I proud of God, or am I just saying, look at what Paul's doing, you know? And it's pride it, it, just going either end of the yeah. number line, and um, and there is that healthy you know, lack of shame kind of pride rather than beating my chest, looking at me, you know. They always talk in sports about play for the name on the front of the shirt, not the name on the back of the shirt because you're playing for the team, not for yourself. And I need to be, you know, holding up that banner of God, not that banner of Paul Mm -hmm. uh, way more often. And and that's what it looks like in my life. the, The simple way to put this, and this is my red flag check, and this is the number one thing that I know when I do self care and self-check if I'm healthy and in a healthy place in my recovery do I have peace and when I'm doing step three I have peace I can lay my head down and not try to solve a problem I don't fret I don't grind my teeth and clench my jaw I don't have stomach aches I'm not agitated I have peace when I'm working step three and if I don't have peace then I know I'm not working step three and I have to go back and look at that step three and for me Every morning, I've got to do step three because my tendency is to just reach out and do it. You know, I I do things just habitually. If I sit and watch TV all night, I will snack. I'll just think, well, there's an hour left. That's too long to not have a snack. So I should have another snack. Yeah. I I won't even be hungry. I'll be like full. I'll be uncomfortable. But I'll think, got to have something salty right now. Yeah. Uh, must have some sugar right now. <laughs> and that's why I'm in the morning. It's like, you know what? Got to get my will back right now. Yes. I was totally thinking like this, what was it? Monday where it's like the high was 65 in Ridgecrest. And I'm like, oh, the weather is making me hungry. The weather is making me do this. <laughs> like, isn't it so easy to blame something or someone else on that? Yeah. And... It feels better. Yeah. For it not to be my fault. I mean, <laughs> it feels like, way better. It's the weather. It's my baby causing me stress. Yeah. Like, come on. And I was just thinking, like, when you were talking about food, too, it's like, because I'm always struggling with losing weight. And it's like, man, like, um, uh, if I just didn't, like, count the calories all the time or count, like, I need to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, just trusting that. When I'm hungry, I'll have the food to nourish me. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Because I'm thinking, like, for, like, CR Summit, there was, like, the the person that was talking about food addiction. 
and how she was able to lose weight once she was focusing more on her relationship with God versus diets and exercise trends and all those other things. Mm -hmm. Just focusing on the more important things in life versus how you look. Yeah, yeah. And that's a tricky thing. And I think more so for women than for men. There's a, a much greater societal value put on appearance for women mm-hmm. you don't see a whole lot of cosmetics for men you know yeah. men you throw on a hat you you know you, it's okay to look a little bit sloppy because that's manly uh and women i mean you look at the toys in the toy section you've got little makeup kits for little girls to tell them from you know the age of the yeah. two or three you're not quite good enough sweetie you you've got to make yourself it. better <laughs> yeah 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 and like it's interesting too because I think women especially should have pride in their body no matter how big or small just because God made us in a way that we could carry a human. Not just carry a human. Yeah. You grow. We grew a human. A, 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 a being. You yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. wow. And you don't even have to like study. Yeah. Just I just sleep all day when yeah. I'm growing a human. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And God made us. The way he wanted us to be. He made us perfect. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't run afoul. And I'm not saying, you know, you know, go, you know, park at the donut store and just eat donuts all day long. Yeah. And, you know, we can definitely have mistakes and, and go overboard mm-hmm. on things. But um, there again, it's, it's that turning the will over to God. It's not yeah. in God's will for me to be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm giving my will to God and I'm truly turning my will over to God, God's going to give me the direction, the guidance the comfort yeah. I need to follow his will. And when I'm in his will, mm-hmm. I will be as close to perfect as I can be on this yeah. side of the dirt. And it's so funny. I feel like God gave us our own free will to make it easy for us. But when sin came into the world, it's like, like, no, it's not easy anymore. Cause now you have to choose between good and evil. Stupid devil. Ugh, and Eve. And Adam. He was <laughs> there. Blaming it on Eve. Yeah, it's that woman you gave me, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, any any parting shots, or I guess not even a parting Pearl, shot. Pearl, what per- is the word? I gotta, I gotta look back up. Peroration. Peroration. I got the pearl part right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't have anything clever. Well, that's okay. I, I think for me, it's just that's what the steps are like. They 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 need to be for me. Just a daily thing and a mm. continual thing. It can't be something that I do. It, one of my pet peeves in recovery is people say, oh, are you doing um, that uh, uh, 12-step class? It's like, it's not a class. It's a complete change in lifestyle. It's not a diet that I go mm-hmm. on to lose weight and then go back to the way I was doing things. It's like, my life is different from here on out. Come as you are, but don't stay that way. Yeah. And I think, too, like... Just realizing, like, step three is what I struggle with. It's like, that shows you there. Like, I need to go through these steps all over again. Because that's all the way at the beginning. Like, what other things am I, like, missing down here? Because I didn't get that one. You know what? Here's you what know? you do. <laughs> Stay tuned each week. Oh. Or you can join me on the show and be a co-host. And, and we'll find out together. <laughs> we'll share our dirt with, you know, yes. the world here. So, you know. I appreciate you doing that and being open enough to, to do that and share it with the listeners. And listeners, thank you for, for listening. If you want to get involved, if you've got some insights, if we've uh, scratched an itch uh, on you and you brought something up, you want to ask, you can email me at bowtieguy, 
at messituppodcast.com. If you've got just a general question for the show or an idea for upcoming shows or song of the week or word of the week, uh, you can info or email info at messituppodcast.com and that'll go to intern Dave out in Hawaii uh, and he will pass that along to us. Uh, next week we'll be talking about step four, which is traditionally the step where we lose the most people in yeah. uh uh, recovery. I've been doing recovery now since 2003. So coming up on 17 years, I'll be starting my 18th year in recovery ministry in January. And of all the step studies that I've run with men, I would say, well, I've only had one, two, three men complete a step study, four men, four men in complete a step study in all those years. I had way more than that stardom. At least... 90% of the people who have dropped out of a step study have done it at step four uh, yeah. for, for the men. And I think this is the step where we usually tell people, like, you're going to have to wait till next year. And I feel like one of those reasons is because, like, the people you do them with, you're, like, close enough where you could, like, reveal things about yourself that others won't know. And that'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. Tuning in. Yeah, you're going to want to hear our steps. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see if Giselle comes back to do step four with me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm catching a little bit yeah, of COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> All right, people. Well, I'm really happy that you're here. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Be looking for that barcode and you'll know what it means when you see it. Um, and uh, check out the book. Become a patron if you want. Go to messituppodcast.com. Definitely spread the word. Uh, use the hashtag tune in Tuesday every Tuesday when the show comes out. And uh, get the word out there for people because more people need to hear. I need to have stories in the new year of recovery, of messes turning into messages. And that means I need you people to uh, send me an email and let me know so we can get you recorded during the holidays uh, for our, our new shows. I want to have a bunch of new stories in January. So that's up to you, the listeners, to do. So until um, we see you next time, I guess uh, that's all. I've got, so I'll end with my pro-rotation, which is traditionally, we'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.